received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Welcome, fight enthusiasts. It's the UFC 288 edition of Gamblu's Bout Business Podcast. We will get right down to business, as always is the case. We couldn't do a pod without thanking the many enthusiastic fight fans out there that tune in continuously, especially to the non-numbered events. So thank you so much. The mixed martial arts fight passion is worldwide and we feel it. Thank you so much. Let's get into the business. Last week, two and three, and the two wins were my strong feelings on Song Yudong that ended up being correct. We lose just over a unit and we take a 34 and 30 record plus 11.8 units with an 18% return on investment into this week. That's a plus 123 average position. All those numbers are very good so far, but let's realize that to date in the UFC favorites 96, 52, and 11. We've gone from 76, 77% favorites in February, March. Now we're in May, 57.8%. A lot of dogs lately. That's going to probably manifest itself in me being a little bit conservative, especially on this card. Second big important order of business, gamblue.com, finally. I'm going to launch on the 12th. That's a week from today. So at that point in time, there will be one place that everyone can go for UFC action. And yes, the podcast link will always be there. But also my hockey, College World Series, NFL. I'll be able to have daily blogs where I can pipe in and tune in to whatever it is that I'm feeling that day. I can't wait to get my web page back. I hope you'll all check it out. Just as an FYI, it will jump in in the middle of hockey. My hockey results are very similar to UFC results. 29 and 21 plus 13.6 units, 34% ROI in the 10, 12, 14 days that we've had hockey. Uh, season's still young but the webpage will be up and that'll be one point where everyone can get to me. Now, our future wagers. Again, no real future activity for a few weeks out of us. I'm not gonna force it when opportunity comes. We will pounce. So the only future outstanding Colby Covington, that fight has to come down by the end of the year, and it's going to come down, I believe, late summer or it looks like October, perhaps, with the winner 
of the Gil Burns uh, Muhammad fight that we have on this card today. The only other future was a release made earlier this week, and that was a parlay release that will be involved in our round three, and we'll get to that. Now, because this is a pay per view event, let's get back to the Fights on Us promotion. Tomorrow, UFC 288, a pay-per-view event. My boys at Green Roll Media are going to give one of our lucky listeners a chance to watch the fights for free. You can enter free by going to Green Roll Media's Instagram page. Follow them and tag two friends under the UFC 288 quote-unquote This Fights on Us post. It's as easy as that. One lucky winner will be announced before the fights and receive payment in the amount of $79.99 to cover the cost of the pay-per-view event. So head over to Green Roll Media's Instagram page, enter to win today. Good luck, and we'll mention our winner's name in next week's podcast. Now, without any further ado, let's move right into UFC 288, round one. Round one, and we're moving right into the middleweight division, 185-pound athletes. This is early in the card, and we're going to get a debuting Russian fighter, Ikram Eliskarov. Eliskarov rolls in, 30-year-old fighter. He's got some power and some KO. He's a, he's a finisher, and he shows up the favorite here. A look at his record. He fought Chimeyev too, and he got beat by Chimeyev. Uh, the rest of his record, as far as I'm concerned, a win over Tuilin, who I think might still be in the UFC. Nishan Burrell, nothing to be overly impressed with. He ships in as a big favorite, and he's going to fight wrestler Phil Haas. Haas, inch taller. He's 34 years old, kind of at the tail end of his career, he'll have an inch in reach advantage. More importantly, Haas is extremely explosive, powerful, and he's dangerous, especially early. Eskarov better be prepared for the heat that he's going to encounter from Haas. Haas is going to be fighting in front of his home crowd. That is foundational for me picking him in this fight. First of all, he opens up plus 210. He's now plus 170, 168, depending where you shop. But it's his wrestling prowess that I think can keep this standing and his explosive power that I think gives him a chance to really show well. The fact he's fighting in front of his home fans, I think, ensures whatever Ha's best effort is, that's what we're going to get. I like the fact that he's been in the UFC. He's got experience. He's been in with what I regard as better athletes, even though many of those were losses. Round one, Phil Hawes plus 170. Now let's roll into round two. In round two, we're going to the Lady Strawweights and a Dynamic clash of styles between 36-year-old Marina Rodriguez, the favorite, against 34-year-old Verna Jandaroba, the underdog. Rodriguez, 
three inches taller, a couple years older as mentioned. She's got an inch reach advantage, probably some experience, and she's been in with perhaps a higher caliber opponent. Marina Rodriguez is an extremely deft, precise, stylistic striker, but she has to keep it on the feet and she needs distance. Yes, she can be effective with knees and elbows in the clinch, but her takedown defense is lacking. Her wrestling is non-existent, and she can be exposed if she can be taken down, segue over to the Brazilian jiu-jitsu specialist, Jean de Roba. Opens a huge dog, plus 200, plus 220. Now Jean de Roba is only plus 120, so we're not getting the best of the number in picking Verna Jean de Roba, but we're getting what I regard to be a fighter that has the ability to close distance on Rodriguez, pressure her, use the wrestling, use her size, her BJJ, and more importantly, her forward unrelenting pressure to get a hold of Rodriguez, press her against the fence, then onto the mat, and from the mat and top position comes domination from Jandaroba. I think she has a great chance to win this fight. Round two. Verna Jandaroba, currently plus 120. Now let's move into round three. Round three was the Twitter release made earlier this week. I think it might have even been Sunday. And I was watching some of these numbers roll away. And I wanted to get ahead of them. And I think we have a good parlay here. The first leg of the parlay, we're going up to the main card to the light heavyweight division where Kennedy, I'll just call him Kennedy, has a very difficult last name, Nigerian fighter. The guy's huge, 6'5", 30 years old, a southpaw, seven-inch reach advantage over his opponent, Devin Clark, 33 years old. Clark's going to be five inches shorter, giving up huge reach. He's a conventional striker, but more importantly, Clark is a wrestler. And this will be a great stylistic fight because Clark's got to get in, put his head on the chest of Kennedy, and not let Kennedy extend and get the, that power striking knees, elbows unleashed. Clark's got to mute Kennedy with his wrestling. Kennedy's got to keep Clark on the outside, and I think he's going to be able to do exactly that. In fact, I think Clark could potentially leave himself open to something in his attempt to get in and engage with Kennedy. So leg one of the parlay, Kennedy, and he is priced at the time 195. Currently he's 175. For those taking the parlay as they're hearing the pod, you're gonna get a little bit better price on Kennedy than I got when I released it. The second leg of the parlay is the co-main event where we went with Bilal Muhammad. At the time of the release, Muhammad was plus 115. Lo and behold, he's that now. So the bottom line is those listening to the podcast now jumping in on round three, Kennedy minus 175 to Bilal plus 115, and his price is slowly ticking up. You can be patient with him. That will return a minimum of plus 225, depending on where you lock your price in. I will 
maintain the pricing at the time of release, and that's a plus 225, round three, a parlay between Kennedy and Shekwu and Bilal Muhammad. Now let's move into round four. Round four, fight of the night, no doubt, lightweight, Matt the Steamrola Frivola against Drew Dober. This is going to be an action-packed, awesome fight. But this is a fight between two dynamic power strikers where one is faster, slicker, more precise, has a better chin, and is the quicker, more agile athlete. Dober opened 350 in this fight. That's at least, in my opinion, what he should be. He surely has the experience advantage. The level of competition he's been in with, damn near went to decision with Makachev. He KO'd Bobby Green in his last out, but in there with McKinney, Alves. This fight for the local Matt Travola is a great opportunity for him. But unfortunately, as I handicapped the fight, Frivola doesn't belong in the same octagon as Dober. All due respect. I just think Dober's going to be too fast, too unrelenting, too powerful, and too precise. Dober currently priced minus 220, minus 195, I see currently at Circa. And that's enough to take him straight. That said, Dober's going to win via finish. Dober via KO, TKO, DQ, minus 110. For those that want to get a little better value on Drew Dober, finish inside the distance, and that's a minus 120. So you don't get a lot of benefit there, at least at DraftKings, for the inside the distance to the KO, TKO, DQ. And quite honestly, with an opening of 350, and now I can get minus 195, I'm not going to be greedy. I'm taking Drew Dober minus 195 to win a unit. That's round four. Now let's move into round five. Round five, main card again. Charles Jourdain, the Canadian striker, comes down to fight Cron Gracie. Jourdain has been active. He's 27, 5'9", slick striker, good movement, 48% takedown defense was submitted by Julian Arosa, who uh, fought last week. No shame in getting subbed by Arosa, but that said, this Cron Gracie's been surly and really a horse's rear end all weekend. If you've watched the interviews, he's short, he's curt, uh, he's pissed off, and he looks like a guy that's taken three and a half, four years off, and he's ready to fight, if you want my opinion. Yeah, he's six, seven years older than his opponent, but he's a lefty and he's decent striker. He has no strike defense. He's decent wrestler, but he's a world-class Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter. If he can find a way to get Jordan down, and again, Jordan 48% takedown defense in his fights, and not a, not a lot of those guys were really trying to take him down. So I think Cron Gracie is really in a positive mind frame to fight, showing that he's been surly and pissed off all week long. I think he knows that his business is to simply go 
engage, submit, walk away. That's exactly how I expect this fight to go. I think Cron Gracie is a live dog. He opened plus 155. You can still get him plus 150. Here's an angle to this fight that the fight goes the distance is priced two to one, meaning plus 200. The experts don't expect the fight to go to distance. And we know Jourdain is pillow hands. He's not really the power striker finisher that one would think. Now, Gracie could make him look like that because he's got no chin and no strike D, but that was three and a half years ago. You have to think he's been working on some form of strike improvement. I think Gracie's in a good spot here based on his time off as well as what I've seen from him this week. So round five, we will go Cron Gracie at plus 150 for one unit. That's round five, five rounds of action. Thank you so much for listening and please tune in next Friday when we preview UFC on ABC4. Thanks for listening and good luck. Locked into Gamblue's Bout Business MMA podcast featuring Lou Finacaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind the scenes access to the world of MMA. Of all the superlatives. Oh, that hand is ridiculous. Oh my goodness. Bam! The legs go. I mean, that is clean. Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.